1: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us.
0: History Makers.
1: Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking to Duncan Phillips, the drummer from the Newsboys. How are you, mate?
0: Hey, Matt. How are you, mate? How are you doing?
1: Very good, mate. Now, uh, we've been Facebook friends for a while, and I follow you on Twitter. I've been watching all the stuff you get up to. Mate, it's so good to see an Aussie like you in one of the most successful bands that, you know, has been... An export from Australia, and you're the last Aussie there, mate. How are you travelling?
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm looking over my shoulder, constantly looking over my shoulder, looking, <laughs> making sure no one's going to stab me in the back. You know, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I happen to be the last guy standing. But uh, yeah, we, we, like you said, we're having a blast, and uh, I, I, I think uh, obviously my, my heart is uh, still with Aussie. I, I don't get there down there nearly often as I'd like to, but. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that, that yeah. You know, too bad. Too bad about that. Unfortunately, <laughs> but I, I can't wait to get back
1: down. Sure. All right, mate. Now I've read a bit of the story about how you got involved in the band. Uh yeah. Basically, you were over in the states, and the drummer left, and you were kind of just kind of sh- sh- shoved in there to be the next guy. Is that how it happened?
0: Well, uh, what happened was I'd known Pete and the boys and John. Or, you know, I'd known them all my life. We actually went went to the same uh, church in on the Sunshine Coast. I happened to be in Nashville, um, uh, was back in uh gosh ninety three and I was playing with another band, happened to be there, happened just happened to one of their managers one of the boys' managers, happened to see me at church and they, they lost a keyboardist and I actually played keyboards oh. first. I didn't yeah I know, right? Not many <laughs> people know that. Yeah. And uh but they needed a guy that could play drums as well. So of course I I reconnected my friendship with the boys and uh and, uh, they made me sweat it. They didn't make it easy on me. You know, they, they took me to rehearsal space and made me sweat it out. <laughs> and, uh, there was about four or five other guys going for the same position. And, and I think, uh, obviously the Aussie connection helped for sure because, you know, being in a band's like a marriage of sorts and half of it, three quarters of it is can you get on with the guy? I mean, there's a lot of great players around the world, a lot of great players in Nashville, but man, can you, can you relate? Can you hang? Do you come from the kind of same headspace as, uh, a lot of great, brands split, great bands split up because they just don't get on. And, of course, I had a great friendship with the boys, so I think that definitely helped. Uh, for sure, but that yeah, that was uh, gosh, twenty-one years ago. I can't believe it. Wow! And what
1: was the band you were touring with?
0: Oh, it was just some no-name band. Uh, we were actually in LA, uh, LA at the time. We were just kind of trying to slug it out and in LA there for a while, mate. And I just happened to come back to Nashville to pick up a drum kit. Yep. I was going to head back there, and and um, I got absconded by the newsboys. <laughs> uh,
1: very cool, mate. And I understand you went to St. Peter's Lutheran College in Brisbane. My yeah. church is right near there.
0: Dude, yeah, I did, I did. I went to St. Peter's. Uh, I went to, from grade uh, seven till ten. No, eight. Grade eight till ten, and um, and then I want to play. I, I didn't finish school. I wasn't that good. I wasn't that bright. So, but man, I have really fond memories of Indrapilly and St. Peter's and uh, all cool. through there. Great school and. Uh, yeah, really good, good memories of that, even though I've got three years. And, but
1: anyway. Now, mate, um, the movie God's Not Dead is now out, and your single uh, from the newsboys, God's Not Dead, is just one of the most awesome songs. I've seen a lot of churches do it as a worship song. Uh, how, how do you think this movie's going to impact people in this song?
0: Well, I think the movie's really blown up. Uh, it, was, it was released here uh, in the States in, in uh, May. and No, in March. March, April, May. Oh, I can't remember now. My <laughs> life is so crazy right now. But it released a few months ago, and um, the first three weekends of the movie, we knew that we had we had something because six point five million people went and saw the movie over the first three weekends. I think now they're around about as far as the theatrical release, uh, which means obviously in theaters. Um, I think we're around about eighty million dollars as far as what is brought in. Um, was just released to dVD a week ago, and I was just talking to my management on the phone uh, just uh, earlier today and they 're saying uh, if they haven 't got all the numbers in but are saying that it, it is so far beyond what they 're expecting they 're just losing their minds over there so i I think not that it was uh, i think the reason why it is is because the subject matter is something that pretty much every kid in the world 's dealt with uh, at least you know in our countries and in the in the, in the the us and australia is if they are people of faith they're basically ostracized for it when they go to school and i think it's a real weird thing that uh you know in the west we consider ourselves people of being open-minded and free and uh free thinkers but whenever it comes to christianity that that door closes real quick you know for the most part yeah um so i think the reason why it's kind of been such a success is because it's a subject that uh that you know, a lot of people, if not most people, have dealt with.
1: And mate, you, there's a couple of uh, superheroes in there—Hercules there and I know. Superman. I'm hanging out
0: with Superman, Hercules—that's <laughs> so that's not bad, right? <laughs>
1: oh, it's a, it's a great movie, and uh, we're really hoping and praying that it impacts many people. And uh, tell me about uh, the current structure of the band. So, as we were joking before, you're the, you're the last Aussie. Michael Tate, the new lead singer. What's it like with him now?
0: You know what? Uh, we knew Michael for years. I mean, and, and that's what I was talking earlier about you know, when you're a band being like a marriage. So the the wonderful thing about Michael is we knew he could do the gig and we knew that he could potentially take the band to another, to, to further in that sense. But more than that is we knew him so well. He, he was a great mate that we'd known for years. And, uh, you know, that's such a massive part of being in a band that a lot of people don't kind of realize it's, you know, can you hang with the guy? Yeah. That's, I mean, there's so many hours that you're sitting on a tour bus, you know, Going from Nashville to Texas or to New York State or wherever you're going, and like if you if you don't get on it 's not good, but if you get on, you come from a common place musically, you come from a- kind of common musical heritage um it's just been fantastic, and I think the great thing we needed michael he needed us, so it was just this this empathetic relationship that 's kind of, I mean, since Michael joined the band, we haven't done anything but go up as far as notoriety, popularity, as far as records. And not that it's just about that, but what that does is a great indication to us uh, when Michael did... Boy- we kind of knew it was going to work. We felt it could work, but with all the success that's come after it, it was just absolutely... We, we don't look at it any other way than being absolutely God's hand on a situation that looked very dire and desperate. It looked like at the time... Uh, it looked like one of the most desperate situations that, like, okay, guys, I guess this is it. We might as well pack it up and go home now. We're done, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, God's plans are way greater than ours, Matt, and uh, we've seen God work over and over and over again in this in this thing called Newsboys. And uh, saying that, I believe, I truly believe, the best is yet to come for this band. I can't see why there's any reason... Uh, if we keep on making great music and honouring God and everything that we do, I can't see any reason why why this thing's going to stop. So we're super excited.
1: Well, mate, you guys are certainly pumping out some great music. You know, of course, God's Not Dead. And, and the new single uh, that we've been playing on the radio, We Believe, I just believe is one of the most, you know, massive anthems that inspires me every time I hear it. What's the heart behind that song?
0: Well, that's another thing. I think a lot of CCM music has got very vague. Um, a lot of people, for whatever reason, they're... You know, Christian music is, to me, it's got very linear. It's kind of got very kind of almost boring for one of the sense a better term. But I think with We Believe, I mean, if there's any doubt, and there, there again, we don't want to get weird with it. We don't want to get and point our finger at soapbox and point fingers at people and say, you're going to hell and you don't act like me or think like me. No, no, no. All we're trying to say here with this song is this is what we believe and this is the freedom that we've found in our faith. And I think for the Christians, it's, it is. It's like the Apostles' Creed. It's like a very simply, without getting weird or odd, saying, look, this is what we believe. This is who we are, uh, as, as a faith. And I think it just resonates so deeply within the hearts of the people that, uh, we released this song, uh, three months ago, I think now here. It's already been, uh, 13 weeks at number one here in the U.S. So, Putting all the God's Not Dead moving the song aside, we're, we're finding that this kind of, the restart record because of the We Believe song has really started to come out from under that because God's Not Dead, the movie came along, you just crushed everything else. <laughs> I mean, it really did. It just came on and because we released a restart record back in September of this year, then the movie came out and just stomped, stomped all over the restart record. But now because of We Believe being on the restart record, a lot of people are discovering Oh my gosh! You guys have new record. We didn't know because of you know because of the of the monolith, the Goliath that, that has been God's Not Dead movie. But uh, I think people are discovering and getting into the record and saying, "Man, this is a really, really good record." And it is. It's probably one of my most favourite records. Newsboys has ever done, and that's a massive statement. But I'm going to stick by that's it. Good,
1: good call, mate. Good call. Now I've been hoping and praying for a massive tour down under one day with the Newsboys. Uh, yeah. m- maybe with Peter Furler as well as a support, uh, maybe with DC Talk reforming uh, and, you know, Audio yeah. Adrenaline, Toby, Matt, you know, I mean, why don't we just get all the boys together and have a massive tour down under, mate? Can you make it happen for us?
0: Oh, dude, I'd love that to happen. I mean, <laughs> that'd be so amazing. I think I think, that's, uh, I think that it's, it's going to happen at some point. It's just it's just when, I mean, this we weren't kind of expecting this thing. We were kind of aiming for 2015, 2016, um, I'm thinking it's going to be probably more 2016, 2017 now, just because of this kind of movie's pushed everything back in a sense. But it's definitely going to happen. And if it does happen, we're definitely going to play some Aussie dates, no doubt about it. So... Yeah, look out for that one. It's going to be pricey ticket. Save your dollars. It's going to be <laughs> big, big ticket.
1: <laughs> massive, massive. All right. Now, the other, the other thing is, in the States, uh, there's a whole bunch of Christian artists that are really doing uh, going great guns now. Uh, of course, Rebecca St. James for years. Uh, for King and Country, those boys are going great guns. Is, is there like a real Aussie community for you still that you catch up with all these guys still? Oh, absolutely.
0: I think there's a lot of, uh, uh, well, uh, there's a there's number, Raptor Ruckus. Um, oh, yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're from New Zealand, of course, but still there's that connection there uh King and country for king country, doing excellent they're, I mean they're good guys I've known those guys forever. I've known those guys ever since they were we lads, you know, because um, knowing Rebecca their, their old sister kind of we, we knew her really well yep. but uh, uh, Luke uh, known Luke and the and, um and uh gosh, I can't remember the other guys uh, Daniel of course yep. Daniel Luke. And, uh, gosh, I'm, I'm brain farting on the other guys now. I just can't <laughs> think of his name. Oh, that's so bad. I was just talking to him the other day. That's all right. Um, but yeah, known him for years. And, you know, there really is. And, uh, there's a real good, there's a real respect, I think, for, out of Hill Hillsong. There's a real respect for, uh, Aussie music and musicians in the States. There kind of has been since the 80s. But, uh, particularly within, uh, you know, our genre, um you know there's there's such this kind of you know, real respect for everything that kind of comes out of Aussie and and uh it's a great place to be and a great position to be in and I'm stoked i mean i i couldn't be more happy to still be you know kind of this deep into our career still be kind of uh you know, kicking goals and taking names, you know, I love it.
1: And, mate, can I ask you too, like, I've, I used to play your stuff on the radio when you were just starting, like, I remember Hell is for Wimps and I remember, yeah, you know, Not yeah, as, not right, Ashamed right. and, you know, all the golden yeah. oldies back in the yeah. day. Uh, do, you, do you keep in contact with John James anymore?
0: You know what, I really don't. Um, it's the weirdest thing, you get so concentrated and focused on doing what you're doing and try to making records and touring and doing interviews and spending time with family that, you really don't have time. As weird as it sounds, you don't have time to maintain all these other relationships. I mean, I'm flat out retaining the relationship with my wife and my kids just <laughs> simply because we're, we're so busy. But uh, we saw him one time. We did a show with him down in Florida a few years ago. But other than that, I haven't seen him. So it's weird. It's the weirdest thing in the world. But it just is what it is, I guess.
1: Well, it is a great story of how you know God has used this band from the sunny coast that used to thrash it out we're in the garage.
0: <laughs> crazy, crazy,
1: and uh, you've certainly influenced the world. And you know, there's been, of course, many changes over the years. And uh, I've loved the songwriting in the band as well. Uh, I, I used to enjoy the Steve Taylor uh, cheeky yeah. stuff he'd put in there, obviously with Peter yeah. Furler as well. Um, yeah. what's, who's involved in the songwriting process now?
0: You know, what we just get the best songs we possibly can. I think when uh, when Michael came along, um, we'd had great success with our writing in the past, but we, in the past, but we really felt, Matt, that we kind of hit this ceiling. You know, we kind of, the stuff we did was great, and people loved it, but there was a certain audience we just weren't hitting. We just weren't kind of going any further. We kind of felt it for a few years. And this, the first record that we did with Michael, uh, the Born Again record, we just said, you know what, let's just, let's just for giggles, let's get the best songs we possibly can. Let's get outside writers and just really go after the art, because writing songs is an art. As you know, it's yeah. an art form that That not every. I mean, you can be a great band, you can be a great musician, but that doesn't mean you're a great songwriter. You know what I mean? It doesn't. But then you get this get this guy that sits in a sits in a dark room all day and just pumps out these killer songs. So, and obviously we co-write and we're involved in obviously production and you know we do our version of it. You know what I'm saying? But. We realized that we weren't, we were good songwriters, but we, maybe we weren't the best songwriters. And I think what happens is you actually end up getting a better product for the fans. The fans actually end up benefiting because then it becomes not about you. It's not this kind of selfish thing that you said, well, this is my, this is my stuff and you don't like it, you can get lost. It's not that at all. It's like, no, let's get the best possible songs we can for our fans. So they'll resonate with what we do way better than if we just make it a selfish record, and uh because we've we've done that before, and we'd seen the results. they weren't good. so we and uh you know it's just been this great kind of combination. we've got a great team around us, and it just works. you know um, it's a bigger team than maybe what it was before. But it's a better team, and obviously the uh, proof of the pudding's in the eating, I guess.
1: Mate, now the last thing I want to ask, too, the most important thing is, you know, you guys are a a Christ-focused band. You have a heart for the gospel, and uh, time and time again, I've heard the gospel preached from your shows, and uh, it's such a powerful message. You know, for those who are listening that have never heard the gospel, what is the gospel, and how do people respond to it?
0: Oh, man, the gospel is a very, very simple thing. I think I've seen Billy Graham present the gospel uh, many times, and, I mean, 10, 12 minutes, he's done. And basically what it is, is we are sinners. We're born into this thing called sin. Uh, we're born into an imperfect world because of the actions of Adam and Eve. And, um, but there is a way back to the Father. We're cut off from the Father because of that action that Adam and Eve took. Um, but there is a way back. Jesus Christ came, came down to the earth, the, the, the Lamb of God he's called, and he was the perfect one that was slain for us. We deserve to die. Um, but he came in in lieu of that and he died in our case. He was the perfect one that had no sin and died in our place. And uh, that's what's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful love story. It's what it is. It's an absolute love story of uh, a creator that's greater than any one of us can ever imagine coming down and, be- and becoming small and becoming little, becoming human because of his love for us, because of his desire to want relationship with us. If he didn't, he'd just wipe us all off the face of the earth and start again, right? But he he loves us so much, he created us, he loves us so much, that he wants to have that relationship with us. And one day when he returns, we'll live with him and be with him for eternity. So it's one of the greatest ever love stories that will ever been told. And uh, I mean, I'm telling you that the alternative, I mean, and the thing is a lot of people say, well, what if you're wrong? What if I am wrong? You know what, if we're wrong, I've treated my wife well, I've loved my neighbor, I've treated everyone that I know well, I've, I've done my taxes correctly, you know I mean? All these things, that's the downside if I'm wrong. But if I'm right, if we're right, it means absolutely everything. It means your eternity. So that's the upside to this thing. So anyway, I'll stop there. I can keep
1: on going forever. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's so good to hear you share the gospel. And uh, I reckon you're a history maker. And if people want to find out more, they can go to newsboys.com and check out all the latest stuff. Mate, looking forward to seeing you Down Under again someday soon. God bless. You've got it, Matt. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There, you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email. Info at HistoryMakersRadio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best HistoryMakers interviews now at HistoryMakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help HistoryMakers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor HistoryMakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brack's winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen, and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.